The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and we are talking week nine of college football. With me, as always, I've got the love doctor, Dr. Ernst. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, how's everyone doing? Sultry tones, man. You're bringing oh, Jesus it. Christ. He did it on purpose, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm excited. I, I'm pumped up right now because Sex Panther is here. So yeah. how could how can life get better right now? Yeah, it, it can't. It Arch and Sex Panther. Here we go. Yes, we have Sex <sighs> Panther here. Uh, yeah, back by popular demand, we tried to split this thing up into two different shows, but um, yeah, I don't think anybody liked it. And listeners, I didn't like it. Doc doesn't like it because he can't beat me up if I'm not present. So. Hey, the gang's all back together again, and what a good time to be back because this is a fantastic week of college yeah. football. Right, right. So, yes, the, the podcast picks. Panther, you had a winning week last week. Good job. I got you down as four and three with a winning week. So, very, very good there. I went two and three, so I had another losing week. College football has just been kicking me around lately. The big story, though, from last week is Dr. Earns. Dr. Earns went four and two. It should have been fantastic. But the good doctor took a minus 165 money line that did not hit. So that really stung in the wallet. What, what, refresh my memory on that 165 money line. You said you liked Oklahoma State minus 165 money line. You're right. That was one that I took. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my early in the, uh, the week pick there. Yeah. Money lines, man. You don't like them, and I'm, I starting, them. I'm, I'm starting to not like them either, Arch, because they haven't gone well. They haven't gone well for Sex Panther, from what I hear. But uh, well, I don't really money line football unless I'm taking the underdog, right? It still doesn't work out well. So let's let that. The, the lesson in 2019 is don't fucking money line. Yeah, I mean Arch says it, you know, all the time. So yeah, either we're going to learn or lose money. Well, there we go. <laughs> All right, so let's look at what we're not going to money line today. Ernst, what do you got on tap? If you want to give me the rotation number like you were, that was really nice. One, zero, nine. One, zero, nine. Illinois, Purdue? Yeah. 
All right, so we got Illinois. It looks like it opened up Illinois plus seven and a half, and now it is nine and a half. Purdue minus nine and a half. Ten at some books. And I thought I saw it, yeah, at 10, but maybe even 10 and a half, and it's kind of gone back the other way now. So that's uh, very interesting here because, you know, you've got Purdue, a two and five team that's laying all those points, you know, obviously at home against a three and four team that just knocked off Wisconsin as a 30 point underdog. So uh, it's a little higher than expected for me, but uh, so Purdue's covered three in a row now. I just can't back them here with all the injuries that they have. Um, they're still not going to have, you know, a bunch of those pieces back, maybe a couple. Um, last week against Iowa, the game really wasn't as close as the final score indicated. Um, for Illinois, look, this wasn't necessarily a fluky win for Illinois last week. I think everybody, you know, probably most didn't watch the game, but assume that Wisconsin just got up early and took their foot off the gas and then they made some mistakes and, and Illinois stole it. But that's not necessarily the case. Uh, Wisconsin was up 20 to seven at halftime, but it wasn't until the third quarter uh, when, um, you know, they cashed in on an Illinois fumble uh, from their own 15. So, uh, well, I'm, I'm saying they weren't, I said that wrong. They were up, 20 to, to 7, but that wasn't until the third quarter when Illinois fumbled on their own 15 and they cashed it in. So um, in the first half, Illinois was a, a play or two away from really controlling the game. So uh, it's actually a close game. And um, I worry about some injuries on the uh, Illinois side here. I'm going to be off, but maybe a slight lean towards Illinois here. And uh, maybe some rain in West Lafayette. Yeah, this is a, one of the games that I was on Um but, you know, the fact that the Illinois beat Wisconsin, it really is shocking to see that line just be getting worse and worse um, for Purdue and, and why Illinois – that nobody's giving Illinois a little love. I will say that game was probably – you're right, I didn't watch it. But that win is kind of fluky. You know, Illinois only mustered all of 310 yards of total offense, and Wisconsin had three turnovers, an interception, and two lost fumbles. So – I think Wisconsin would love to have that one back, um, but I'm, I wasn't on this game. I'll lean Illinois plus the points, but I'm not really you know, watching this game. All right. So, Aaron, you're going to lean Illinois as well, or you lean Purdue? I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Oh, he's muted. Okay. All right, well, I'm just talking to myself here. To, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, Archie. Yeah, it was just a, a slight lean at this point. What's for, the for magic Illinois. number? 10? 11? Oh, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I'd really have to look at those injuries from Illinois. They lost okay. a couple of key okay. spots. There was a, a skill player that they lost as well. But, yeah. All right. I just was curious. I, I have no feel for this one either. Public money are both on Purdue. Lines moving in the right direction. No indication of a trap. The total is 58 and a half, and then it shifted up to 59. <laughs> and everybody's taking the under. So there's that. Yeah, I got no feel on that one uh, at this point. So. Okay. What's your What's your next game? One fifteen. One fifteen. So, Boston College, Clemson. Yeah, and uh, just kind of looked at this one a little bit because there was a, a request for it, Arch. So as oh, if I okay. didn't have enough, right? Right. <laughs> so it looks like it opened at thirty four. Clemson minus thirty four, and now at most books it's thirty four and a half, and other ones it's still kind of it's still sitting at thirty four, about to shift. 
Yeah, and honestly, I feel like this one's a little bit more up Sex Panther's alley because it's uh, one of these high points for games that he seems to do. Well, he seems to do pretty good at them, uh, to be Shots honest. Shots fired. I know. I say he's do he does well at them. So, uh, look, Clemson. I'll just throw a few things out there. Clemson uh, was at Louisville last week. Uh, Louisville was out without Puma Pass, and they were playing uh, a couple. Uh, you know, musical chairs between the second and third quarterback. But they, Louisville didn't get anything going. Clemson's defense was good. Uh, Clemson was up 38-3 to in the fourth quarter. Um, they've covered uh, big point spreads twice since the, the UNC scare. Um, Clemson plays against the standard. So somewhere, I think, in the locker room or whatever, they have a schedule posted. And on that schedule, the opponent is listed as Clemson all the way down. So that's something to consider. You know, they come out and, and, and expect to just play their best every week. Uh, one interesting note on Clemson, um, they've blown out their opponents the last couple of weeks and they keep dropping in the AP poll. They're down to number four right now. So I don't know if that has any effect on them just wanting to come out and, and blow teams out or not. Uh, BC's offense has been pretty decent this year, but they're without the quarterback now, Anthony Brown. They were without him last week. They still won. Uh, like 429 yards rushing last week versus uh, NC State. Uh, but keep in mind, NC State had about five guys missing on defense. Uh, so maybe Boston, or Penn State's really not. Boston College, how about that, really isn't that great on offense yet. Uh, probably still pretty good, though. So uh, that's about it. I'm, I'm going to be off this one because it's a little bit too high of a point spread for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a big spread, and, and you're right. Um, Clemson is almost um, like Notre Dame in the sense that their schedule's so bad, they've got to blow people out to to get any recognition. Um, Ohio State's been incredibly dominant. Alabama's Alabama. Oklahoma's been doing the same, really dominant, and with a a better schedule. So, um, yeah, Clemson's backs against the wall. They're they're still Clemson. They're still the defending national champs, but they're not getting any love because their schedule's so bad. I actually think, though, Boston College can stay within the 34. Um, they, they can put up some points. Uh, Clemson hasn't shut anybody out all season long. Um, the lowest uh, that they've given up is six to Syracuse, and they gave up 20 you know, to North Carolina. So I think Boston College can, can get on the board and keep it closer than 34, but I don't think as much enough to have enough confidence to bet it. I'll just lean Boston College with the 34. Okay. Well, let's see. Money is on Boston, or excuse me, on Clemson. The public is on Boston College. So that's interesting. So that half point shift seems to make sense. If it shifts back down, then I don't know, maybe the Sharps are coming down on Boston College a little bit late. Something to keep your eye on. Um, I'm going to lean Clemson minus the points, I think, minus the 34 and a half. Yeah, I'm not going to bet it. It's just too much for me. Uh, but yeah, let's see. The total is uh, open at 59 or 58. It is 59 now with the public on the under, the money on the over. Public on the under, money on the over. I would um, probably agree with the money there. I don't know if I'm going to bet it, probably look into it, but I'd probably agree with the money side there. Yeah. Because B- B- Clemson's getting so much flack, and the quarterback's getting so much flack for not performing. And um, Boston College has taken a step back defensively this year. But we'll see. Yeah, I would, I would lean the over on that. I, I, I figured think you would Clem- the defense, yeah. 
Yeah, with the defense. and But, uh, you know, Clemson, like I said, they got to run up the score. I, I think they might even try and get to 59 themselves. Um, but Boston College will <laughs> score. That, you know, at 40 to 19, something like that, that's kind of what you're, you're looking at. I, I don't even think that's out of the realm of possibility. No. So, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably take the over. Okay. Yeah, I would lean over too, but, you know, I'm still in my 12-step program to get off totals, so right. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. All right, Ernst, what else you got? 127. 127. We're looking at Indiana and Nebraska? Yeah, we got to touch on Nebraska. All Sex right, well, this is back. an interesting one. The Hoosiers opened up as a two-point favorite, and now it is Nebraska minus one and a half or t- minus two. Or minus two and a half. They're all valid plays at, at various books. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> opening up, like you said, with Indiana as a favorite, how far has Nebraska fallen? That at home they can open up as a dog. But money's moved this way. I suspect it's on this. Uh, maybe somebody's got some information that Martinez uh, is back at the quarterback position for Nebraska. I, my money would be on it's him that's playing. But – this could be um, – they've got a third guy that they're prepping, so it could be the third guy because they've got Martinez for and, and then this third guy, I don't know who he is. Uh, but I'm guessing Martinez. So maybe that's why it's shifted. Uh, look, the Hoosiers are 5-2. and two. They can get their sixth win and become bowl eligible for the first time under the third-year coach, uh, Tom Allen. So that's something to, to think about here. But uh, Maurice Washington, he's not playing for some disciplinary reason. I don't know if he's going to be back with the team or not, but he did something wrong. Not sure what it was. But um, uh, look, I think IU is going to be going with Ramsey. He's the number two quarterback there. And um, I don't trust either of these two teams. Um, but I guess I can see why the lines move. So I'm going to be off. But I did want to talk about it just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Panther? Yeah, you know, IU actually can score some points. Um, Nebraska has been really, really hit and miss. But the, the thing about Nebraska is they've been pretty solid at home. Um, their, their losses have come on the road, and they've been really good at home, except for that massacre uh, when the Buckeyes came into town. Um, but they're just, you know, foot-stomping everybody. Indiana, uh, you know, they, like I said, they can put up some points, and every once in a while their defense will show up. I tend to think – Indiana um, is probably the play here with two and a half, uh, especially at two and a half. If that keeps going the other direction, you know, if you can get, if you can get three. But um, I'm not going to bet it, but I think I like IU here plus the points. Yeah, the majority of money is actually on Indiana. So something is going on. There's got to be some sharp money coming in on Nebraska for this line to be moving like that. Public's on Nebraska, so there's that. Uh, so it's, it's kind of a trappy, trappy line movement here. I, I would be cautious. All right, the total opened up 54. It's 53 and a half now. So it's trending under ever so slightly with the public and the money on the over. Yeah, I was looking kind of thinking maybe under myself, but then with Indiana and Nebraska, it seems like those teams would score points, but I think the numbers would probably say under here. So it's probably an underplay, but I'm not going to take it. Okay. I got that roughly around 27 to 24 based on the line and the spread, somewhere around there. I I think both defenses are mediocre enough that the offenses can get over that. I'd lean over. Lean over. Okay. <laughs> got you in. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Like, this is just a weird, weird line, both sides. Doesn't make sense. 
I would, I would just maybe kind of avoid this game unless you, you know, had a really good feeling about it. But I'm, I'm, I'm just going to avoid this one altogether. What else you got, Ernst? 135. Oh, oh, Syracuse. Syracuse. Syracuse at Florida State Penitentiary. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, ten, okay. It opened at 10. Florida State minus 10. And now it's 10 and a half. Florida State minus 10 and a half against the Orangemen. Okay. Kind of agree with um, where the line's going there. Um, the, the Syracuse offensive line has had a lot of trouble predicting protecting the quarterback this season coming into the game DeVito the quarterback for Syracuse sacked more than anyone uh, in FBS that was coming into the pit game and um, Syracuse was sacked another nine times by a pit team that if uh, you know everyone remembers they are down two defensive <laughs> linemen or two defensive ends uh, you know from from a month ago so uh, you would think if they're going to protect the quarterback maybe they do it against Pitt. I don't know but um Look, uh, FSU, I guess, should be 10 points better. They did beat Louisville by 11, NC State by 18, and ACC home play. Um, both of those teams should probably be on par uh, with Syracuse. Um, Syracuse, uh, without uh, Dun- Dungy, Dun- whatever his name is, the quarterback from last year, hasn't been good this year. Sari Deline, uh, uh, FSU giving up so many points with their second-half dehydration problems, but uh, I'd probably go that way. Uh, FSU, they did have a couple key turnovers uh, in the loss to Wake Forest, and Aguayo missed a 50-yard field goal to win it. Uh, well, it would have put them ahead, I believe, uh, with a couple minutes left uh, last week for FSU. So maybe they get it done this, this uh, weekend. Yeah, my, my first inclination when I saw this was, you know, I've been an avid FSU hater all season long. Um, there's got to be a coaching change. I mean, just it is a, a debacle down there. But then when you look closer at Syracuse, and you know, every, I think now Syracuse has been so bad this year, everybody forgets how close they came to beating Clemson last year. Syracuse has three wins they're against Liberty, Western Michigan, and Holy Cross. Those, those are the three wins. And they were, they were impressive wins, right? I gave up nine points total. Everyone else, they're getting their ass kicked. Um, I, I don't know. They can't run the ball to save their life. Uh, so, I do, I hate doing this, but and I'm not going to bet it because I hate them both. But, um, yeah, I, I think the only play here is Florida State. I'll lean the Seminoles. Minus the 10? Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ernst, which way were you going on this? Did you, did you bet either side? It is. You, you didn't actually declare it, I don't think. If I could get 10, I would probably bet FSU. But if it's not at 10 somewhere out there, then it's just going to be a lean. Okay. 10 and a half is too much. That's your cutoff. Yeah. I like Yeah, I don't like that little hook on there. Okay. So the public is on Syracuse. The money is on Florida State. But if they, you know, that 10 and a half down to 10 indicates it could be a little trappy here. Man, I don't know. I don't know. I need to bet something. There's not a whole lot I like today. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet Syracuse plus the 10. Mm. I'm going to do it. Let's, let's see what happens there. All right. So it opened at 57. It's 59 now in the totals. So it's trending over with the public on the under, the money on the over. Yeah. Again, I would kind of side with the money there. Um, yeah. yeah. But 
just uh, in FS, you could always get some defensive touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> so they got they got uh, acres at, at running back. So that's true. Panther, what do you got? I don't really have a feel yeah, for yeah. that. I think I think I think both teams are relatively inept. It'd probably be a sloppy, ugly game that I wouldn't want to watch. Okay. <laughs> All right. What else you got, Earns? Well, let's see here. Maybe briefly, one fifty-one. Arizona at Stanford. Arizona opened up. Let's see here. Uh, Arizona opened up minus one. Stanford plus one. And now it is Arizona plus a point and a half. Stanford minus a point and a half. <laughs> yeah, Stanford the uh, the old favorite now. Look, uh, Arizona's offense had a bad outing last time out versus UCF. Look, Tate. Yeah, he is very hit or miss. That's as nice as I can say it. Um, some of the things I've seen Khalil Tate do, so the, the things I've seen Khalil Tate do as a senior are just hard to to figure out, uh, to fathom. Um, I, I've seen him run towards the sideline and instead of throwing the ball away, take a nine-yard loss, stepping out of bounds. Um, I've seen him uh, against Washington as he's getting sacked, switch the ball to his left hand and intentionally ground it, except he threw it backwards which is just a fumble and washington picked it up and ran it in he, he's uh, i don't know if he plays well i guess arizona can win but stanford's got too many uh injuries uh for me to back them in this game uh, but i don't know maybe i just because i don't know this is this is too hard but stanford's too too many injuries they got two quarterbacks hurt they might be going with the third quarterback they've got two offensive linemen out two linebackers out um, and Stan- but Stanford plays these low possession games like they did against Washington and they did against Oregon. Um, they beat Washington a few weeks ago. Okay, so that's a big win. And Washington only had nine possessions that game. So if they keep it low, and uh, Arizona screws up, which they could do, um, maybe Stanford steals another one. Sounds like you went to the Joe Flacco quarterback camp. What's that? The the quarterback, what? the play you were describing. Sounds like you went to the Joe oh. Flacco quarterback camp. <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't a good play. <laughs> you know, up, up until the last two weeks, I, I would have said Arizona had a you know pretty stellar defense, but now they've given up 51 and 41 back-to-back. Um, that doesn't really bode well for them, but I can't make any sense out of Stanford. I mean, I, I haven't been high on them at all this year. I think they're mediocre at best. They knock off the Washington Huskies and then turn around – and lose badly to a bad UCLA team. So I just can't make any sense out of Stanford. Um, so the Carolina Panthers are off this week, which means Christian McCaffrey's going home. I don't know if that does anything with him being in Palo Alto at the stadium for the game. Little, you know, the legend returns is how they're hyping it up. Maybe that has something for the the players in the locker room. But I don't have a really good vibe on either one of these teams. I would probably lean Stanford, but not with any confidence at all. Yeah, the public and the money are both on Stanford, so the line seems to be moving the right direction. No problem there. Um, yeah, I don't know much about this at all. I, I would probably, with you guys, lean Stanford here. <coughs> I don't know that I would bet this one. 53.5 is where it opened total-wise. It's 52.5 now with the public and the money coming in on the under. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I agree with it there just because low possession game. I think Arizona has had a good defense. And, um, yeah, so, I, I'm, so I'm not going to be I'm, I'm not going to be on it. Okay. I can see why it's going down. All right. 
What else you got? All right. I'll just 159, and this will just be real brief because it's a snoozer, I guess. But <laughs> Duke at North Carolina. It opened up Duke plus four, and now it is North Carolina minus three and a half. North Carolina, six overtime loss. Um, Ernst was on VT there. Just, you know, hey, throwing that out there. And uh, you know what? Uh, I think uh, somebody followed me along on that, Art. But so. um, look, Mac Brown said he guarantees that this Duke game will come down to the last drive. Do you believe that or not? Uh, if so, the line's three and a half. That's about all I got. I sometimes scratch my head on, on how even some of these games get picked. Like, why are we talking about Duke, North Carolina? How does this even get on the list, man? I don't even know what I'm supposed to be looking at. They both suck. Uh, Mac um, Brown at uh, UNC. Come on. This is big college football stuff here, man. Jesus Christ. Hey, he's just fighting to get his six wins to see if he can get some kind of toilet bowl. Um, I don't really have much of an opinion on this. You know, Duke, I, I've liked their coach for a while. Uh, he came over from Tennessee many years ago. Um, as it, uh, but they're, they lost to Virginia pretty bad um, last week, and they don't really have any notable wins. They got destroyed by Alabama. So, yeah, I'd probably lean with Mac Brown in North Carolina, but I really don't have a take on this game. Ooh, leaning with Mac Brown is always a dangerous place to be. I- I'm going to lean Duke here <laughs> just because it's Mac Brown, man. Yeah, I just don't trust him at all. 56.5 is where the total opened. It's 53.5 now, so significant, significant trending under with the public on the under and the money on the over. Hearns? He's muted. Did he leave? Yeah, he's got oh. something else. He's got something else compressing going on and something busy. He's busy. He's figure out. He's trying to find another game Hello? to get scratch off Hello? the list. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, we're just spending so much time on this. I wanted to keep it going for a little while. Okay, let's go. Okay. Uh, No, but hey, uh, look, yeah, it's scary the way Duke got blown out to come in on the Duke side. I wanted to say that, Arch. So maybe you're on something there. I I don't know anything. I don't know about the over-under here. Okay. It's just it's a three-point shift, which is pretty big, even for college football. So it's something to keep your eye on. Yep. All right. What else you got? All right. Here we go. 161. Penn now State, Michigan State. We now go. we've got our first, uh, yeah. So what do, what do we got? Penn State opened up as a six-point favorite on the road, and now they are five and a half. Five and a half, okay. Because not too long ago, I saw a six and a half. Ooh. So um, that changes things for me a little bit. Um, well, yeah, it was six and a half for a good while. Now it's just it's recessing. Yep, it's, it's okay. MSU missing four offensive linemen at Wisconsin. The work he didn't have a good game. They had seven first downs, 149 total yards for the MSU offense in that one. They'll get a couple pieces back on the offensive line. They're off of a bye. The Spartans may be happy that Penn State is ranked in the top 10 because last year, Penn State was ranked eighth. The year before that, Penn State was ranked seventh. Michigan State won both. This year, Penn State's ranked sixth. I think they keep it close. Maybe they have a chance to win if they catch a break. I'll take Michigan State at six points and have a lean at five and a half. If you can get it at six, that's the one I like. Six and a half was better, which is what I got it at earlier. But All right, Panther. 
Yeah, this, I mean, this should be a defensive defensive game and offensive struggle, if you will. Penn State, it, to me, has got to be one of the worst seven and O teams out there. I mean, they're in the, they're in the national title competition because of their record, but they're just not impressive. They beat up on really bad teams and they struggle against good teams. They struggle against Pittsburgh, who's barely a good team. Uh, they struggled against Iowa and the whores of Ann Arbor aren't good at all. And they only beat them by a touchdown. So I don't have a lot of love and confidence in Penn state. I think they probably can win this game, but I expect it to be low scoring, which means I also expect Michigan State to keep it close. I will I haven't bet a single game yet, so I will bet this one. I will take the Spartans plus the points. Nice. There we go. Yeah, you know, I like it too. The more I look, started looking at it, what Ernst was saying, it, it makes more and more sense. This game looks a little trappy too with the public and the money both on Penn State. And if it's, you know, if it's recessing now like this, man – uh, yes, yeah, so I think the Sharps are probably coming to Michigan State. I like it. I'm going to take Michigan State plus the points right now. 44 is where it opened. It shifted to 43 and a half total-wise. The public is on the under, but the money likes the over. Yeah, I don't know about the over in this game. Okay. Uh, I would have thought the under, but obviously both, everyone knows how good the defenses are for both of these. Um, I'm going to be off the over-under here. Okay. Yeah, roughly 24 to 20, somewhere in there for, for a line. So, yeah, I, maybe, but I, if you made me bet it, I'd have to bet the under. I think this is going to be a real defensive battle. Nice. All right. Ernst, what's next? Oh, another another uh, big one here. Sunbelt action. Uh, 165. Appalachian State and South Alabama. <laughs> Yeah, this one was request, so I'm just going to talk about it briefly and then get some numbers from you, Arch. Look, App State, though, but hey, this is a 21st-ranked team in the country, undefeated. They're taking on uh, USA, South Alabama. Uh, I think the line has moved. uh, Yeah, what do you got for a line here? Looks like it opened at 25.5, and, and, wow, it's either 26, it's it's minus 26, minus 27, or minus 26.5. Wow, so you got your pick. poison. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just wondering in this game, since the, the UNC game that App State had, and then since the, the big uh, Wednesday night kind of blowout win versus uh, Louisiana, if the price uh, for App State is getting a little high, uh, App State projected to finish first in the Sun Belt, USA projected last, um, and App State did win 52-7 to last year. App State was impressive. Um, in the blowout one against Louisiana in that Wednesday night game, but you got to remember Louisiana was without a couple starting offensive linemen. It's a tough call for me. I really like App State's quarterback. Uh, got any numbers here, Arch? The Sex Panther, did you want to go in on yeah. this as well? Sorry. Yeah, you want to go on this action? I'm just looking at it. Okay, so uh, first off, I have to question what the hell you call a blowout. 17 to 7 is a blowout win. I'm right. scratching my head on that one. Um, well, uh, yeah, and just to clarify, I think App State might have been a dog in that game. I don't quote me on that either, but it seemed like a uh, it seemed like a solid uh, win in that game. Yeah, it was definitely a solid win. Louisiana's, you know, right there with App State. They were they were a dog. Um, Appalachian State is this is only the third true road game, um, and they've not been as dominant on the road. So, whatever that's worth. Um, and then, you know, South Alabama, 
I mean, it looks like they're pretty bad. I'm looking at their schedule, and they're really, really bad. But <laughs> 27 tw- – I mean, they lost by 24 to Troy. Yeah, Troy. I think they can keep it within 27 at home. I, I would lean South Alabama on the points, but I don't want nothing to do with this game. I don't even know why the hell we're talking about it. It was a request. Who requested this? Who the hell's on your hit list there, Ernz? Um, Some of the people that chime in on the uh, the thread there, Sex Panther, and listen yeah. to your show. Yeah, right. Your God. fans, your audience. I, my fans. I don't have to talk with my fans. Appalachian State. What the hell? All right. Wow. Public and the money <laughs> are both on App State, so the line seems to be moving in the right direction. You know, getting worse from 25 and a half. But yeah, I, I don't know that <laughs> I would bet this game at all. Uh, you know, it's 53 is where the total opened. It's 52 and a half now. It's trending under with everybody on the under, public and money. Okay. All right. What's one, what's yeah one one sixty nine? Oh, you're ready to go. Nice, yeah. Oklahoma State at Iowa State. It opened up the Cowboys eight and a half point dogs on the road, and now they're ten ten and a half point dogs on the road. Wow, Cyclones minus ten and a half. I don't know why that there's a big line move there, unless there's some information that I don't know about injury wise or something like that, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Oklahoma State actually led in the fourth quarter against Baylor uh, in my big money line play there, Arsh. Okay, so they did have the lead by three in the fourth quarter. That score would then be a little bit misleading, I would say. Um, it helped in part by a fumble six uh, by Oklahoma State. But look, Baylor was a little bit better. The freshman quarterback, Sanders, for Oklahoma State, he's got a little ways to go. Uh, Gundy's uh, confident he's going to improve. He thought the offensive line played well. Um and Oklahoma State's played a run of pretty good defenses. They're going to play another one in uh, Iowa State. Um, for Iowa State, or yeah, Iowa State, look, um, this was a big, something to keep in mind. This was the game that turned the tide last year, okay? This was a big game. Oklahoma State was ranked. They were 4-1, and one, I believe. Iowa State was 1-3. Things looked terrible for Iowa State. The quarterback got hurt and entered into this game uh, in Stillwater, uh, Brock Purdy. He came in through four TDs, and the rest is history. And now you're seeing Iowa State as a 10.5-point favor. Oklahoma State has owned this for like the last five years, so this is a pretty crazy turn of events. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, Oklahoma State has a chance to win here, so I'm a little bit going against the line move there. I would lean Oklahoma State. Oh, come on now, Ernst. It's just a, a lean, lean for now. A lean? Lean? Don't. Don't push me. It's a betting I'll... show, man. I already just made a bet on Michigan State. <laughs> yes. I made one. How many do you want from me? All of them. Yeah, all Panther, of them. All. Bet them all. Yeah, Panther says just go down the board and bet every single game. Exactly. Yeah, it's on the list. Bet it. Here's, here's what's up with Oklahoma State. Their defense is Swiss cheese. It's got so many holes on it. They are giving up. They are giving up points like it's basketball. It's ridiculous how bad their defense is. Um, you know, they, they gave up 45 to Texas Tech, the same team that Iowa State held to 24 in a win. Um, you know, Iowa State's been on the road their last two games, uh, pretty convincing wins against West Virginia and Texas Tech. I think Oklahoma State's better than what they're showing, but, God, they haven't shown it. Uh, I, I expect more out of a Gundy team, but this – 
their, their defense has just been so bad. I don't know how you can trust them. I, I would def. I think Iowa State's going to win this game, but ten and a half is such a big number. That's an outrageous number. I will lean oh. Oklahoma State because of the points, but I think Iowa State wins this game. I think you're probably right. I think Iowa State probably does win the game, but I'm going to take Oklahoma State plus a ten and a half. I'm going to bet it. I'm going to bet OSU plus a ten and a half. That's how you do it, gentlemen. That's how you. You have some balls. You bet it. Public is on Oklahoma State. Money's if, on Iowa State, by the way. If Arch is doing it, give, give me the picket oh, as well. Oh, no. Put it on there. Dang it. <laughs> Dang on it. Hey, now I'm, now I'm going to influence the mutual fund. KOD this thing. Oh, my God. So See what you did, Arch? A, there's no mutual fund bets in, in college football. We kind of just roll with it. Oh. 64 and a half. This is the interesting part, given what you guys just said. 64 and a half total. Where it open. It's 64 now, even with the public and the money on the under. Okay, so they're thinking it's gonna go under. It hasn't moved that much. No. Um it's an overplay, right? Just given everything you guys have been saying. Yeah, that's well, yeah. That would... okay. 34 to 30. I mean, if I said Oklahoma State, Iowa State 34 to 30, that's probably a halftime score. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> Burns. Staying off of it. Not even gonna lean. Not even gonna <laughs> lean. I'll lean the over here too. I'll lean the over. <laughs> You're not talking me into this one. Right. Well, what else you got? All right. 181. This one might be a quick good now. There we go. Oklahoma at Kansas State. The Sooners opened up as a 20 and a half point road favorite going to Manhattan. They're now 23 and a half. And one book even has a minus 24. Okay. I, I'm, I'm 3 and 0 talking about these uh, line moves that I, that I got on my soapbox on last week uh, about Arch and the Virginia Tech game. Mm-hmm. K State is um, 4 and 2, right? And uh, I saw uh, a stat that Oklahoma has basically owned K State in Manhattan for like the last 200 years. Okay. During that run, they're winning by an average of right around 23 points. So, I don't know. Is that influencing line? I don't know. I don't know that I'm going with K-State here. But, look, Malik Knowles is coming back for K-State. And he was really hyped up after the first two games. I'm thinking when they played, nobody the first two games. And uh, he got back in the second half of last week. He's, He's a difference maker. So, I'm wondering if that helps the offense a little bit for K-State. So ever so slight lean towards K-State here. Ever so slight lean towards K-State. Now, I, you're talking about this line in Oklahoma State, and I hear a zipper coming undone in, 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 in the show somewhere. Someone's getting undressed. They like it this much. Someone's getting nude, it sounds like. Panther, what are you doing over there? I'm just clicking buttons, looking at the computer screen. Trying I, heard to figure out what it, I heard a zipper. I heard a zipper. Yeah, it must, it must have been uh, Panther. Hey, hey, he likes it so yeah, much. Right. Whip it out. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. Um, you know, I, I really want K State to, to to do well. Um, I'm I'm rooting for this coach, this team. I want some anybody but Oklahoma. I'm just so sick of Oklahoma. Um, it's like Oklahoma and Alabama. Just uh, somebody just beat the shit out of them. The, they've been pretty dominant, and they've got to be dominant. 
um, you know, because the Big 12 doesn't really get any favors when it comes to the college football committee. Uh, the, you know, they had that game, big game with Texas. Um, they blew out West Virginia. Look, I'm looking at the, the Kansas Jayhawks score 20 on the Sooners. Oh, the damn Jayhawks can score 20. K-State can, right? They can keep this within 23. I think this game is a little closer than than 23. I, I'm not betting it, but I'll lean K-State. Yeah, I'd lean K-State here too, uh, plus the points. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to bet this one. Oklahoma has all the money and all the public behind them, so the line move is seemingly correct. It opened at 59 total. It is 57.5 now with the public on the over, the money on the under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm off. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't know. I mean, I guess if I had to go one way, I would think about looking at the under. But yeah, I think so. Well, I don't know. There's conflicting stuff there. Yeah, so you, you know, Stoops isn't there anymore just to just to try and you know just beat the shit out of K State. So maybe, maybe, <laughs> okay. maybe the, the the revenge factor is no longer there. There we go. All right. What else we got? Uh, you got any good numbers on 183? I don't want to spend a lot of time on it if it's it's kind of a, another snoozer. But 183? Yeah, actually, yeah. This this might be a little trappy. Let's look. Let's okay. Take a, let's take a look deeper. Maryland at Minnesota. It opened up. Let's see. Maryland plus 15. Minnesota minus 15, and it's Minnesota minus 16 or minus 16 and a half, depending on your book. And this yeah. is, I'll tell you real quick, this is with the public and the money, both on Maryland. So the line's getting better for them. It's getting worse for Minnesota. Okay. So your numbers would indicate the Minnesota side here. Is that? Yeah, I guess fair. so. It's a little trap. Fair to say. Yeah, Maryland uh, was banged up uh, offensively. Um, I feel like this is sort of the letdown portion of the schedule for Minnesota, though. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Minnesota's 7-0. Coming off against a uh, road scrimmage versus uh, Rutgers, um, even though I think Minnesota is a team that should cover against the depleted Terps offense, uh, I think I I got to pass. Um, but look, I, I do want to say Lucky um, from the 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 the, the thread. Um, look, he's been hitting the Minnesota button the last few weeks. I've been there with him. I think this is an off for me, but I'd be curious what he thinks about this, this one. So maybe we'll, we'll chat it up there. That's probably why uh, I threw it in, <laughs> to be honest. Hey, you know, me and, me and Lucky get to banter back and forth. He's a Georgia fan, so we had our little banter. Um, he, needs look, it. He, need, he, needed an, he needed another shout-out since you guys screwed up his shout-out from the uh, you know, patron thing. Oh, Putting it God. on like, uh, after the show was over, for crying out loud. You see, you see what I'm surrounded with, Burns. You see the the kind of competence yeah. you have to deal with. I mean, yeah. it's, do you ever feel like you just have to do everything yourself, Arch? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's what my wife says when we're making love. So, because <laughs> he's, he's usually doing it by himself. Uh, oh, listen, okay. Minnesota is seven zero, but they have not played anybody resembling a major college team yet. Um, they've they've. Defense has gotten way better. They gave up 17 against Illinois, only seven against Nebraska, seven against Rutgers. So they've really gotten way better on the defensive side. Uh, they obviously can score a damn near at will, averaging about 35 a game. Uh, Maryland, you know, on the on the road at Minnesota. This is another crap team for Minnesota before they got to play 
Penn State, Iowa, and wrap up with Wisconsin. So this this is a big game for them to get a better bowl game. Um, I don't think the 16-and-a-half is all that chalky, honestly. I will bet the Golden Gophers. Well, you were going to bet them. Wow. You threw me for a loop. I didn't think you were – I think didn't think you were building up to that. I got to bet something. I've got, I got like yeah, two bets. It is kind of a weird week. I agree. I'm not a fan of a lot of these lines. This is a weird one. I think Minnesota <laughs> – I mean, I'm, I'm going to – yeah, hot take alert. Uh, Minnesota is probably going to win this game. Uh, but I just think 16 and a half is a little too much. So I'm going to lay off this game. I know it. I know it's trappy. I'm just going to. I'm just going to sit it out. 55 and a half is where it opened total wise. 58 is where it's at now with everybody on the over. Okay. Couple offensive teams here, so maybe maybe it's a shootout. All right. What else you got? Oh, maybe just briefly 187. I don't know. Briefly. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go. Look. Okay, I, I guess I'll let's let's go ahead, Arch. What do you got here? What well, looks it opened up Texas at TCU. It opened up Texas minus one and a half, and now it is one even. Okay, so just a slight uh, move towards the TCU side, I guess. Oh, ever so slightly, yeah. Okay, uh, Arch. You know this is the opportunity. If you want it, go ahead. We're both here. If you want to say, hey, look, I told I told you so. Yeah. As, far, as far as Oklahoma and Texas are concerned, yeah, um, it's it, it appears that you are on the correct side at this point in time. I, I don't think Texas is going to sneak up and bite Oklahoma and take the Big Twelve. Yeah, I but look, it's survive in advance right now for them until they get some of these guys back. Um, I don't know. I think they might have lost another DB. I think they're getting one back, but they lost uh, another one in, in, in versus Kansas. Good thing they got a good field goal kicker um, <laughs> <laughs> to save the day there. Um, I don't know. TCU it hasn't been good uh, this year. I don't know how they find themselves in the situation where they've got a, a, a freshman quarterback, especially after they didn't have a quarterback last year. So how do you go two years in a row without a quarterback at TCU? I'm not sure. Um, but uh, TCU lost last time out to uh, K-State. Uh, it was a pretty even game, except TCU muffed one punt and that was the difference in the game and uh, Kansas State won by seven so I'm going to be off I don't understand this line at all everything yeah, that I'm showing this is this I mean it, it's got trap and flashing li- flashing lights big bold <laughs> but what why is this a one point game TCU has three wins and they're against Arkansas Pine Bluff Purdue and Kansas Anybody that's a good team, SMU, Iowa State, K-State, they've gotten their ass handed to them. Texas's only two losses are to two undefeated teams in the country, and they lost by seven points each. I don't understand this line at all. I mean, this has this put the mortgage, the kids' uh, education fund, everything on the Longhorns. I'm going to take Texas, but I'm just saying, this is the biggest freaking trap I think I've seen in college football. Why is this line one? And you're stepping right into it. I mean, it's Max's money, so who's this? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is a trap. Perhaps how it opened, it's a trap, and how it's moving. You know, it's gotten a half point better for Texas. It's gotten a half point worse for TCU. The public and the money both seem to be on Texas. There's something going on. There's something going on here, and I would be very careful with that. The total also has some warning signs here too. Sixty-two and a half is where the total opened. It's fifty-seven now. 
So you don't see that. That's a pretty big shift as well. So it's trending under with the public on the over, the money on the under. There's something going on. Uh, I haven't been able to figure out a reason why it's trending under. I tried, but I couldn't figure it out. I got nothing. I, I, I have no this, – this game, I want to watch yeah. it now because I don't understand what the hell's going on. There's something going on, yeah. I'm not entirely sure what. And if Ernest doesn't have an injury report that would tell us, then – Well, I've got an injury report on the, the – four guys that are missing out of the Texas secondary. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. But, they, you know, they were missing against um, Oklahoma as well and against but, Kansas. So. But that, doesn't so that would make the, the that would make it go up, you would think. Yeah, that would make yeah. the over-under go up. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, this is all kinds of scariness. That TCU mob, those Texas Christians, man, that mafia knows something out there. Mm-hmm. All right, what else you got? Oh, let's see if we want to even do that one. Nope, I'm skipping over that one. <laughs> if you skipped over 195, we're just going to backtrack and hit it. So okay, let's go 195 because I've skipped over that one. I did not oh, have that no. one. Oh, no. What? what? Oklahoma? Texas. No. 195, Texas Tech at Kansas. Oh. <laughs> and I don't have like a darn thing to say about that. Look. Um, it's Well, I'll tell you real quick. I, it was three and a half. Texas Tech minus three and a half. Now they're minus five. Going to Lawrence, Texas Kansas. Tech. Okay, I, I guess I would have to agree with that. Look, so here's a bit. Here's an interesting thing. You can take it however you want to take it, whether it makes a difference or whether it doesn't make a difference. Okay, obviously Texas missing all those got those DBs. Texas missing the senior linebacker. Uh, what's his name, McCulloch? And they had so they ha- obviously have a lot of young guys. And KU fired their offensive coordinator, from my understanding, a couple weeks ago. They got a new guy. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's got all these wrinkles that Texas hasn't seen before. And Texas, with this really young defense with all these injuries, created a huge problem for Texas. Okay, so if you believe that, if that's something that's real, then you got to figure now Texas Tech's got some tape on, on KU and this offensive coordinator. Uh, Texas turned the ball over three times. They went for it on fourth down twice and got stopped. So, you know, it could have been a, te- a game where Texas had a handle on, on Kansas last week. And, uh, you know, it wasn't. So that's, that's about all I can say about, you know, Kansas and, and that leading up to this. Arch, what was the, what was the uh, win season over under for the Jayhawks? Two and a half. Oh, so they're chasing one win. I thought it was yep. three, Arch. I think it's three. It shifted down. I think it was, didn't I get it at two and a half? Maybe you did. If you did, you got it. You got it sitting huh. good now. I don't know if he's sitting good because if they don't get this game, I don't think they're beating K-State, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and Baylor. Um, but I, you know what? I'm lo- looking at what the Jayhawks have done. You know, the, the Oklahoma game, I know you were jumping up and down because they covered, um, and they were in that Texas game. They were in that. I mean, they could have won that game. They're putting up points, and the, the, the Texas Tech, I just did not realize that they're really – as bad as they are, they've got three wins, but they're not. The Oklahoma State is their quality win. Then they, you know, UTEP, and they got beat by Baylor, beat by Iowa with five points at Kansas. I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. It's only a lean. I'm going to take the Jayhawks. There you go. God, that even hurt to say. It's a new era, baby. Give me, I'm going to bet KU plus the five. Wow. Give me a lean with Texas Tech. Oh, Earns. No, I'm not. Look. (laughs) 
Come on now. No. <laughs> okay, no, I just pulled up my I pulled up my sports book. Sorry about that. I did it was three. It was three. Sorry. That's fine. I mean, either way, I think KU's really looking like they got a chance to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Puka Williams with like 800 yards last game against Texas went off. He did. He did. All right. So uh, the total, another big shift here. 58 and a half is where it opened. It's 64 and a half now with everybody on the over. I, I would agree with that. Fine. Over. Okay. New Who's offensive coordinator. He's going to get something going, right? Maybe. I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, either two bad defenses or two really good offenses could be a combination of both. I would, I probably wouldn't touch that one. All right, Ernst, what else you got? One ninety nine. Here is the big game. Okay, what do we got? We got Wisconsin at Ohio State. It opened up Ohio State minus fourteen, and now they're minus fourteen and a half at most books. The other ones still have it at fourteen, but it's going to shift. It's going to shift really soon. It's going to 14 and a half, you say? Yep. Wow. I mean, what a game here. Two undefeated teams that have been blowing any, everyone out in this game, and here they match up. Oh, sorry. I think I started writing my notes last week. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Wisconsin <laughs> looks like they lost last week as a 30-point favorite uh, to lowly Illinois. So, um, yeah. I mean um, – I think we talked a little bit already about Wisconsin and what happened in that game. Uh, this is the number one versus the number two uh, total defense ranked teams. Okay. So Wisconsin is actually, I believe, ranked number one in total defense, Ohio State number two. And I think the wrong team is, in fact, I know 100%, about 99.6%. Uh, I know for a fact that Ohio State is the better defense than Wisconsin. So I think the wrong team's ranked number one. Um, I don't know, 14 and a half, 14. I'm going to stay away. Maybe I think about the under here. So I, I would probably, if I'm going one way, lean the under and maybe lean the Buckeyes. Uh, some rain in, uh, some rain in Columbus, possibly. I will say that. Yeah, it's probably it's probably going to be the tears from the Badgers uh, after this game is over. Uh, the, the Buckeyes gave up 21 to Florida Atlantic to open the season. They didn't give up more than 10 in any game after that. The the defense, uh, to your point, Ernst, is absolutely phenomenal. The Buckeyes are probably one of the two best teams in the country, them and LSU. This uh, game was supposed to be much bigger. Wisconsin shit the bed last week. But, look, Ohio State scores at will. Their defense is upper tier. This is a bloodbath. This is going to be a bloodbath. Ohio State is going to beat the living shit out of the Badgers. I'm all over the Buckeyes. Yeah, I have to agree with Panther. I'm going to bet the Buckeyes, too, minus the 14 and a half. I, I don't know that it's going to be that brutal, as he says. I think it's probably 20, 20-ish in that area. So, yeah, I'm going to take Ohio State minus the points. The, pub, the, uh, the public and the money are both on Ohio State, but, you know, it didn't scare me away. Uh, 51 is where it opened. It's 49 and a half now with the money and the public on the over. So, Ernst is being a contrarian there. Yeah, I'm definitely know. on the over. <laughs> yeah. 
And I, I don't know if it has to do with the um, the rain, maybe that it's a tick down. Um, but I, I could I could see it over as well. But I I would lean under, so okay. I'm not no. not going to go hard one way on the other end. All right. What else we got? Two zero three. The uh, the real big game of the weekend. Auburn actually LSU. Yeah. There we go. It opened up at Auburn plus eleven, LSU minus eleven. It's still that in most books, although a couple have it at ten and a half. Yeah, Auburn should have won this game last year. They were up twenty-one to thirteen in the fourth quarter, uh, and they lose it. Um, LSU kicks a field goal once the clock hits zero. LSU's a good team. Um, but I think these teams are closer than the point spread here. Um, Auburn played Florida in the swamp. Um, their freshman quarterback that day was awful. Being awful, they still had a chance to win it in the fourth quarter. It was still a, you know, I think a four-point game, and they had the ball. Um, <clears throat> they've had a bye week to work out some issues here, and they've got some to figure out. They they had a good performance against Arkansas. I mean. Let's not read too much into that, though. Uh, we got to see it on the field against a good team. Um, I don't necessarily think um, LSU has a better defense uh, than Florida or that Death Valley is a tougher place to play than the Swamp that Auburn played in. I'll take an Auburn plus the points. Chance of rain in Baton Rouge. And I would lean under as well. Well, yeah, okay. Wow. Oh. Hearns taking his homer team, War Eagle. There's a surprise. Uh, Auburn, man, I look, here's the, here's the real deal. I love Gus Malzahn. I've, I've loved him when he went to Arkansas. Uh, he, you know, he turned that, that team around as the offensive coordinator, and he's done really good things at Auburn. I hate that it seems like year in, year out, he's always on the hot seat for some reason. Um, but, you know, they, they lost at Florida in, in a game that was just – I mean, it was – look at that defense owned them. I mean, there's there's no way around it. Florida's defense just rattled Auburn, and the offense couldn't do anything. Nick's only threw for 145. Uh, Whitflow ran for 81. I mean, just – they. I don't even know if they got 300 yards total offense. Um, LSU's defense is as good as Florida's, but here's the kicker. LSU's offense is 10 times better than the Gators. LSU's offense is 10 times better than anybody Auburn has seen all year. Uh, I mentioned that when we were talking about the Ohio State uh, Buckeyes, that they were one of the two team, best two teams in the country. LSU is the other one. I will take the Bayou Bengals of LSU minus the points. Okay. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, Booby Whitlow, uh, the running back for Auburn is out. Um, this is not a, ben- a bet against LSU for me. It's a bet on Auburn. And the LSU offense, as good as it is, is a touch overinflated. It's got to be. Okay. So this this movement to 10.5 could be a little trappy. The public and the money are both on LSU. Uh, so even a non-movement here, if it's still not moving, it's it still kind of feels a little trappy. I'm going to bet Auburn plus the points, plus the 10.5. I like that play an awful lot. Uh, I think it's a seven-point game. I, I just don't see it getting you know up to 10. But maybe maybe it is. I don't know. But I'm, I'm going to bet them. Auburn plus 10. Arch, you're, you're a very smart guy. 
Okay. <laughs> 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 Look, that, and, and that was my number. I would almost say I would take Auburn down to eight. And it was seven, I would probably shy away. Yeah, yeah. I think seven is probably the right play. Yeah. All right. Uh, 59 is the total where it opened. It is 59 now with the public on the under, the money on the over. But that doesn't, it's not affecting the, the total. It's frozen right there at 59. I, I, I like where the public's at on this. Yeah, I think so. you're. I don't know. Look, I, I mean, I think I think look, this is obviously probably the best defense. But if you Mullen complained uh, for Florida that his defensive ends were out uh, in that game versus LSU, if those defensive ends are so good and so important, and they were missing in the LSU Florida game, isn't LSU's offense a touch overrated? A touch, even if it's so good. So I, I like the under here. Okay. Okay. You can you can put that one in for me. Put it as an under. Oh, put it in as an under. A real bet. Wow. Yeah, let's do it with the public. The public's right. Okay, Panther. Uh, I don't really have that much of an opinion on the over under here. That's yeah. I I could probably actually see it being under. Look, Auburn needs it to be under. But if it's high scoring, they're getting ran out of the building. So I would probably lean towards the under. I think it's I think it's close. I think it's you know, 10 is probably about right, but I'm not going to be surprised yeah. if Auburn loses by 14, 17 either. Okay. Okay. So is that it? Do we just have the one game left? The one big game the Panther cares the, about? The, the, the game. Okay. The, so we got, we got Louisiana Tech at UTEP, right? That's the game. The, right. the game so of the century. UTEP, is, UTEP coming off a, uh, a big game last weekend. Uh, no. I don't think that's the right game, Arch. Oh, oh, okay. And you know what, though? This is uh, number 207, so this is at the end, so it actually works out this week. It works out so well. All right, we got Notre Dame going to Michigan. It opened up with Notre Dame plus 2.5, Michigan minus 2.5. And And then the Catholics opened up their wallet. It is now Notre Dame minus 1, Michigan plus 1. Yeah. So back when we were apart, we were separated um, things weren't working out, and Sex Panther had its own show. Yes, um, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even want a thirty-minute show. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't even want to listen to this because it was going to be like Christmas for me, like finding out which way Sex Panther was going to go on this game. Is there any chance you want to take this one first, Sex Panther? Or you want me to go? Sure. I can go either way. Oh no, go, go, please! I want to go last. Oh my gosh! All right, fine. I'll do it. All right, look. It's obviously the game of the week, this and Auburn. Uh, but, um, you know, it's fun to talk about these games, you know, with Sex Panther here, especially. So, uh, we let me, let me see if I got this straight. Maybe Sex Panther correct me, but I don't know if we've really gone directly against each other this year unless I took UVA. I think I was leaning UVA, but I don't think we've ha- ever had a play against each other. Uh, but we are 1 and 0 ATS on Irish games when we agree the Georgia game. So um, we'll see what happens here today. Um, Let's see. We've got uh, Michigan. I think they're going to get after it. They're going to dial up the pressure defensively. They're going to leave their corners on islands. That's what they do. They did that against Penn State, and Penn State just made good throws and catches. Uh, So uh, especially in the first half, um, Michigan did this last year versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame threw it up and they caught it. Everybody probably remembers that touchdown where that uh, smaller receiver caught it in between two Michigan defenders. Um, and Notre Dame wins the game last year. Um, 
This year, I'm not sure those Notre Dame receivers, wide receivers, are quite as good or are quite good enough uh, to make those plays. And Michigan's going to be pretty tough to run against. Uh, I think Michigan played a good defense last week. I think the offense gets it going and puts up some points this this in in this spot. Um, you know, if you make it really simple, I think Penn State is a better football team than Notre Dame. Uh, Michigan was a drop touchdown pass on their last play to tie it in Happy Valley in front of 100,000 Nittany Lion fans. This one's in the big house in front of 100,000 Wolverine fans. I'll take the University of Michigan Wolverines uh, getting a point now at home. Getting a point. I feel, I feel like I've just been punched in the gut. Like all of a sudden, okay, first off, you do that. You, you take that team. And then I've heard the fucking M word so many times. I'm going to vomit in my mouth. Please just not say that word. This is, this is so much disrespect coming at Notre Dame. The, the Wolverines have been awful might be a little harsh, but mediocre is probably accurate. This is a team that should have lost army, got bitch slapped against Wisconsin, barely beat, Iowa in a just an absolute offensive, offensively offensive shit show. And then they put everything they had into a loss at Penn State, which was last week. Notre Dame was off last week. Could almost argue they've been off the last couple weeks. They let USC come back. Um, Got their offense right. Got the running game going against Bowling Green. Virginia, USC, Jones, Tony Jones Jr. goes for 176. They finally got that running game back because it, it struggled, right? There's nothing against New Mexico, nothing at Georgia, and Notre Dame needs to run the ball. They've got to take that pressure off of Ian Book. I think you're right. I think the Wolverines do bring some pressure, uh, try and flush Ian Book out, get him on the move, don't let him be comfortable back there. But that's also dangerous because Book can run the ball. The, the fact that Notre Dame started out as an underdog already burnt my crawl. But now that the money in, is starting to shift where it belongs, um, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit better. But, yeah, I am absolutely all over the Irish. Give me the boys from South Bend. And you know what the, what really sucks here is because after they beat the Wolverines, that'll be their third loss, and Notre Dame really won't have – a, a quality win on their on their rest schedule oh, the rest of the way. So their their schedule is really, they, they, I mean, not only do they have to win this game, they kind of need to run up the score a little if, if at all possible because their schedule just is not doing them any favors the rest of the way. All right. Uh, you know, at two and a half plus two and a half, I felt really good about taking Notre Dame. Minus one, I, I'm not so sure. I, I think I might have to tap out of this one. I, I think it's probably a one-point game. I just don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, public and money are both on the Irish, so the line's moving in the right direction. I'm going to lean Michigan, I guess, but I can't I can't bet this game. I just don't see it. Uh, 48 is where the total opened. It's 52 now, so it's trending over with the public on the under, the money on the over. Yeah, I agree with the line movement there. So You think, you think it is? Yeah, Michigan will get it going offensively. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> there, maybe there's a more – maybe it's 60-40, 65-35 that Michigan gets it going offensively. Okay. Panther, you got a feel for that one? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, I, I still troll this whole thing all the way back to the, the Georgia game. But, you know, Notre Dame does have the 120th ranked defense. Um, so, you know, maybe the Wolverines can score. But all jokes aside, no, I, I think this is a lower scoring game. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. I think this thing could probably be more along the lines of, you know, 24 to 21, 24 to 20, something like that. I, I would probably um, lean the under. Okay. All right. That's is that it? Nothing more to talk about? Nothing more to touch on? That is it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess we will start getting out of here. Um, thanks for listening. We're all back together again. Hopefully we can do this all again next week. I think we're better together than we are apart, but you know, <laughs> shit happens. You know, just have to do what you do. Uh so yeah, if if obviously if you've downloaded this podcast, continue to do so whatever you like and you know we're over on discord that's where Ernst is getting his off the wall picks people on discord uh you tell him to take these games he brings them up panther tells him you know you're an asshole for bringing these games up and you know that's how, that's how things work yeah two contrasting styles there you know it, it is <laughs> but when you've got that many fans you can you know right just kind of discard them at you know at will and you're still fine yeah that's, oh, how, no, that's no. how he rolls no, 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 no. That is so – I those I, – here's the thing. With the way I drive and being on the road, sometimes, you know, when I scroll through Discord, I actually just kind of have to scroll. I don't get to read a lot of the stuff uh, that, that goes on. So um, the, the thing about those games is, there's, I mean, there's just so many, so many games in college football, and those are really interesting games at Appalachian State. Once we dug, uh, dug into it, was was an interesting look. But um, it, these, these – uh, sessions with you guys turn into marathons and and uh i enjoy talking to you guys but damn after an hour of dr Ernst, i just want to pluck what remaining hair i have out of my head left kind of trying to roll him into going to vegas with me again but his wife won't let him go so yeah uh yeah look guys on discord keep keep throwing that shit out there i, I love the good doctor i give him shit because that's what i do and they give me shit because, well, that's what everybody does. But get on Discord. Let us know what you did last week. Really want to know that you made some money. Let us know what you got going on this week. And when it's all said and done, fade these two dipshits and the Wolverines and make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.